Hey, it's NPR's Book of the Day. I'm Andrew Limbong. I love teen drama soap operas. You know, give me a Dawson's Creek or the OC and, you know, I'm good. You know, I'm set. And what's so appealing about that time in your life is that you're so consumed and conflicted by your desires, you know, particularly your sexual desires. And you're so confused about trying to make it all fit with your life as it was, you know, your family, your faith, heck, you know, even your hobbies. And that's what's plaguing Andy Azizim in the book The Five Sorrowful Mysteries of Andy Africa by Stephen Burrow. It's one of NPR's books we love this year. One of our staff picks, uh, my colleague Melissa Gray recommended it and wrote, quote, Andy will make you laugh and then he will break your heart. Listen to the author Stephen Burrow talk about it to NPR's Camila Dominoski after the break. This message comes from NPR sponsor REI Co-op. REI has gear, clothing, classes, and advice for camping and glamping, biking and hiking, axing and snacksing. Visit your local REI co-op or REI.com for the million and one ways to opt outside. This message comes from NPR sponsor Progressive, and it's Name Your Price Tool. Say how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show coverage options within your budget. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. In Stephen Burrow's new darkly comic novel, a Nigerian teenager named Andy dreams about his father. Maybe I'm like Papa. I really want to know who the hell he is, his dusty feet, his booming voice, his grip on my shoulder. The 15-year-old doesn't know his father. It's a secret his mother keeps from him. The secret he keeps from her, a secret that's very obvious to his two best friends, that Andy dreams of white women, blondes to be precise. A Marilyn Monroe who has never had mosquitoes sink in her ears and suck her blood, leaving red swellings as they fly away. A Princess Diana, who has never woken up at midnight with hunger. A Taylor Swift, who has never experienced a blackout. That, of course, is Stephen Burrow, reading from his debut novel, The Five Sorrowful Mysteries of Andy Africa. Stephen, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Now, your book, the excerpt you just read, it's all in the voice of... Andy. His nickname is Andy Africa. How did he get that nickname? (laughs) So it's like a school assembly and he makes some anti-African comments and his teacher like punishes him by like giving him that nickname. Yeah, yeah. He hates being called Andy Africa for, I mean, is it some of the same reasons why he's in some cases really angry about living in Africa? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yes. I want to also ask a question about the very beginning of this book. The first words of the book are, Dear White People. Why did you start like that? Yeah, um, the novel is just more about Andy trying to confess his obsession for whiteness, I mean, for blonde women and, and all that. And and for me, confession is a very powerful, powerful process, right? Because, I mean, it contains acceptance, courage and all that. And it also demonstrates vulnerability. And I come from a very strong Catholic background and and confession is a very big sacrament actually in the Catholic Church. And it just seemed very important actually for Andy to address this whiteness, these white people who have colonized him, who have forced all these ideas on him. Yeah, right. And he has this concept that he's come up with to help explain what to him is 
one of the mysteries in, in the book, which is why is his life, why is Africa the way that it is? HXVX. Can you can you explain that and tell us where you got that idea from? Andy often sees the huge problems that contemporary Africa experiences, Nigeria in particular. It's just so huge. It feels as if it's like a super force or something, like like a kind of a god or something, or maybe a super villain actually, that is actually like trying to worsen things and worsen his own situation and all, and all that. And the name for God in, of course, in the Old Testament, in, in the Bible, YHWH. So Andy decides to adopt that and to call like the issues, the different issues plaguing Africa as the constructs, which he calls HSVX. Yeah. So and, so and some of these issues involving like issues like slavery, colonialism, kleptocracy, um, the collapse of our indigenous governments and all that. Well, does does it work? <laughs> does having this this hexvex idea, this hxvx, does it make his life make more sense to him? I think it does. I think it does uh, because in the novel now, Andy uses different like tools, right? Different devices. I mean, from like mathematics because he loves math, and then poetry, and then science fiction. I mean, all the ideas about superheroes in the book and religion to unravel himself for the reader. Right. Andy loves his mother and he is so profoundly ashamed of her. And not just in like teenage boys are always embarrassed by their mother way, right? Like he also feels that she is too black, that she's not educated enough. He comments on the way that she smells sometimes, but then also, you know, he loves the way that she smells other times. It's it's complicated. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, um, he's been fed all this stuff from Hollywood. I mean, Hollywood is so influential on, like, in, help, in helping teenagers, like, define their sense of self, the standards of beauty, and what's, like, what are the ideals, anyway? Yeah, so that feeling of shame and, I mean, about her blackness, and she's this very black woman, and whom he's supposed to be proud of, and he actually admits that, right? That he should appreciate her more in that sense, and uh, but he doesn't, due to, like, all that has been fed to him, yeah, as a standards of beauty and all that, yeah. You grew up in northern Nigeria in the same area that, that Andy did, right? Exactly, yes. And now you live in England? Yeah, correct. Yeah, can I ask a personal question? How did you transition between those two different realities? Yeah, I mean, I've still not transitioned, and they there are two very powerful, starkly different uh, realities. I mean, I remember, for example, my f- very first week in the UK and how everything was was incredibly strange. I mean, I mean, for example, I couldn't just even look outside my window. I had to, like, pull my curtains tight. I mean, I closed my curtains for, like, the very first week and just to be able to, like, process the incredible change and to um, begin to accept my new surroundings anyway. And... Um, Thankfully, I've, I think I've made some good progress so far. So, yeah. <laughs> the the voice, the narration of your book is is very funny and it's fun. And Andy is such a teenage boy. And then the events that happen, there are different permutations of horrific violence. And they're almost in the background. Like these terrible things happen and then the narrative moves on, it seems, quite quickly. Can you talk about why you did that, how you handled the pervasive violence in in this book? 
Yeah, um, this theme of violence is a very, very strong post-colonial theme, right? In terms of the novel, I, like Andy and even myself, when I was growing up in Nigeria, um, we get to a stage where we become like desensitized to this violence, right? And then and then we, we just seem to move on as a form of like psychological defense mechanism or whatever, as just a way to, of coming to terms with these things and dealing with them. Strongly wanted to do was to put a reader in that position of what it means to be a 15-year-old boy growing up in Nigeria. Like everything about the whole experience. I mean, from the violence to mm-hmm. issues that teens deal with, not just in Nigeria, but worldwide anyway. The sex, the anger, the angst, and all that. So, I mean, I was the just drama, trying to... The yeah, friend drama, the drama. <laughs> yeah, so I was trying to just depict all these things as much as I could do in a very engaging way and all that, yeah. It was it was so engaging and so fun and also so heartbreaking. Um, and oh, thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> Stephen Burrow. His novel is The Five Sorrowful Mysteries of Andy Africa. Thank you so much for being with us today. Well, thank you so much for having me. Okay, close your eyes for a second. Now imagine you're on your dream vacation. No work calls to answer, no text messages to respond to, just your suitcase and an opportunity. The opportunity to just take yourself out of your routine and travel deeper. How to actually take that dream trip. That's on the Life Kit Podcast from NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor Mint Mobile. From the gas pump to the grocery store, inflation is everywhere. So Mint Mobile is offering premium wireless starting at just $15 a month. To get your new phone plan for just $15, go to mintmobile.com slash switch. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Homes.com. Homes.com knows having the right agent can make or break your home search. That's why they provide home shoppers with an agent directory that gives you a detailed look at each agent's experience, like the number of closed sales in a specific neighborhood, average price range, and more. It lets you easily connect with all the agents in the area you're searching, so you can find the right agent with the right experience and ultimately the right home for you. Homes.com. We've done your homework.